Well, happy Monday and welcome to Newsmax Daily for March 27th, 2023. Hope you had a terrific weekend and wow, what a weekend of college basketball. If you went to the University of Miami, you may have had the Hurricanes in your final four. I doubt it, but maybe. But even if you went to or go to FAU, Florida Atlantic University, which is about a mile, mile and a half down the road from the Newsmax studios here in beautiful Boca Raton, Florida, I know you didn't have the owls in your bracket or San Diego for that matter. UConn, maybe, maybe UConn was the only team you gave a legit chance to go to the Final Four. Congratulations to all four teams. Just an incredible tournament. Today is World Theater Day, initiated in 1962 by the International Theater Institute, a day to pay respect and celebrate the creativity, hard work, and artistry that goes into all aspects of theater production. Indeed, it is hard work. It is also National Whiskey Day, which I celebrated most of the weekend, and it's National Joe Day, celebrating or recognizing people named Joe for whatever reason, I don't know. We'll see if President Joe Biden says anything about that today. Meanwhile, in the headlines, FEMA crews remain on the ground in Mississippi today as residents and families try and pick up the pieces of their lives after tornadoes killed at least 25 people there over the weekend. Republican Governor Tate Reeves. Every one of them has said, well, mom or dad or me, I've lived in this community for 30, 40 or 50 years. I want to continue to live in this community. And I can assure you we're going to do everything we can through housing and other means to get those people back in this community as quickly as we possibly can. Reeves toured the damage Sunday along with Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the Biden administration not wasting any time getting somebody on the ground there. And overseas, large protests broke out across Israel last night. It's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's decision to fire his defense minister, who publicly called for a pause in the judicial overhaul of the country, which apparently drove tens of thousands of protesters into the streets of Tel Aviv. And the other big news that all the media is opining over today. When this election is over, I will be the president of the United States. President Trump's rally Saturday night in Waco, Texas, of course, which was carried live on Newsmax TV. We are a nation where energy costs have reached the highest in our history. We're no longer energy independent or energy dominant as we were just three short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and many others for oil. Please, please, please help us, Joe Biden says. And yet we have more liquid gold right under our feet than any other country. We are a nation that is consumed by the radical left's Green New Deal. Yet everyone knows that the Green New Deal will lead to our destruction. We are a nation whose leaders are demanding all electric cars even though they can't go far, cost too much, and whose batteries are produced in China with materials only available in China when an unlimited amount of gasoline is available inexpensively 
in the United States of America, but is not available in China. We are a nation that ended oil exploration and production in the United States just as the price of oil reached an all-time high. And Trump did, of course, address the potential indictment he faces in New York and other many investigations into him, his family, and their businesses. From the beginning, it's been one witch hunt and phony investigation after another. And, you know, because of it, our country never talks about greatness anymore. You look at what China does. They go all over the world. They spend money. They take over governments. They do a lot of things. And we're always looking. We got crazy people like Schiff, Shifty Schiff, and Hillary, and all of these people. These people, they don't want to talk about greatness for our country. All they want to do is investigate everybody, but they are the ones that are really under investigation. I also want to thank the Republican Congress, because, you know, people can be critical, but they are working so hard. Jim Jordan, James Comer, he's become a great star. These are great people and uh, they're putting themselves at risk because they take a lot of abuse, but they're doing something that we haven't seen in Washington in 25 years. So I want to just thank those two and many people that are working with them. In my case, every piece of my personal life, financial life, business life, and public life has been turned upside down and dissected like no one in the history of our country, Marjorie, I think we can say, right? I don't think we can find anybody. They even got the Supreme Court of the United States to give them my tax returns, something that was never supposed to happen. Legal scholars say that's a shocker. President Trump's former senior advisor, Jason Miller, spoke with Rita Cosby on the Saturday report. Jason, do you think also some of these investigations, and particularly as we're looking at the Alvin Bragg case, uh, that this is backfiring and emboldening his base? Um, we were seeing some reports, I think it was the first three days after he came out last Saturday and said that an arrest was coming. He raised, it's been reported, $1.5 million. Um, is there a sentiment that people are saying this is a witch hunt? And even if somebody wasn't even sure, I know some people who are like, I'm not sure I'm going to vote for. And after they saw what's been happening in the last few days, they're like, I'm going for Trump now. Well, you make another really good point, And that's the fact that in the real world, uh, i.e. not what the mainstream media is covering, we have a banking crisis. This Biden banking crisis is bad, bad news. It's not just the Silicon Valley liberals and some of the wokesters. They're banks that are in real trouble. It's could potentially go into community banks, banks all around the country, self-inflation that's through the roof. And I think most normal people, the pocketbook voters, are saying, hey, media, quit worrying about that. Let's worry about the guy who's at 1600, the guy who doesn't even know if he's in China or Canada or even probably what day of the week it is. This is a real problem. It's embarrassing, not just for people here at home, but all around the world. And that's why they're coming after President Trump, because he's going to go and get rid of Joe Biden. Yeah, and you bring up some really important points. I mean, we've got that. We were just talking about China. We've been talking about Iran. We're talking about our open southern border. There's so many things right now. And yet this DA in Manhattan is spending so much taxpayer money uh, on an issue that uh, even a lot of liberal pundits say is just not there. 
Host Rita Cosby on the Saturday Report and former deputy assistant to the Trump administration and Newsmax host Sebastian Gorka was a part of Saturday night's special rally coverage on Newsmax. I always you know, chuckle when anybody asks me, but what would your boss do now with regards to Ukraine and what you know that former KGB colonel, that murderous thug Putin is doing? And I have to chuckle. I have to say nothing because it wouldn't have happened. You know, the, the idea that Russia would have invaded another country, right. mm-hmm. would be bombing maternity wards in Ukraine, it never would have happened. No, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. No. N- none of this no, happened. for the you know, During the four Trump about, years, this did not happen. Uh, Dr. Gork, about 15 seconds. Yeah. No, no, we, we were told, you know, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. When we were in the White House, the Kremlin was afraid of us. Yeah. Right now, she and Putin, they're laughing at Biden. That's Dr. Sebastian Gorka on Saturday night's special coverage of the Trump rally. This all coming a night after President Trump's exclusive interview with Rob Schmidt on Rob Schmidt Tonight. If you missed any of it, go to NewsmaxTV.com or the Newsmax app where you can watch it on demand. Definitely go check it out. You likely heard from some talking heads over the weekend, or you will be hearing about it today, Trump holding this rally in Waco, Texas, while the city was marking the 30th anniversary of the deadly standoff between federal agents and the David Koresh religious cult, which has become a symbol of government resistance. As Donald Trump talks about fighting off the New York DA and the DOJ, the Trump campaign said Waco was chosen because the location is centrally located to Dallas, San Antonio, other major Texas cities. This also comes as the Biden administration's Go Anywhere But America tour continued with Vice President Harris and the first gentleman landing in Ghana Sunday, part of a week-long visit to Africa as President Biden returned from Canada on Friday. What an honor it is to be here in Ghana and on the continent of Africa. Harris said she was in Africa for meetings to promote peace and security, build long-term economic growth, and strengthen business ties. Harris also said she was looking forward to her meetings with artists, students, and farmers. More from Sunday's Wake Up America Weekend Edition with Carl Higby. Joining us now, the Common Sense Cowboy, Patrick Dorenson. All right, Patrick, let's fire this one up. Reuters reports that there is dissension in the White House regarding the performance of Kamala Harris. Say it ain't so. Well, to paraphrase Mark Twain, suppose you were an idiot. Then suppose you were Vice President Harris. But I repeat myself. Look, she was a talentless person when she came from California. Remember, she comes from a closed political system where as long as you win a Democratic primary, you're going to win the general election. She's never been challenged. She's never been questioned. And she's never had to really you know, do anything other than just kind of stand there and smile and cackle at the same time. Look, President Mr. Potato Head is the one who picked her. And sometimes I think he picked her because he wanted somebody who looks dumber than he does. So they can have all the dissension they want. They can be unhappy with her, but they're stuck with her. Yeah. Well, Patrick, uh, in the same vein of this ridiculousness, remember like three months ago when they were like, we're not coming after your gas stoves, you MAGA extremists. Stop stirring hysteria. Well, turns out New York wants to do that. Yeah, New York wants to take our gas stoves and switch everybody to electricity. And, you know, Biden says he wants to build 500,000 electric charging stations by 2030. That's only six and a half years away. 
So when I look at this, I say, where's all this electricity coming from? You know, California has tried windmills and solar panels, and they have blackouts. Yeah. And the grid in this country is old and decrepit, and it's just as bad as our roads and highways. Now, who's going to build these electric charging stations? The government? They can't even fix a pothole. It's about time these experts in climate science started looking at physics and how electricity really works before they decide we're all going to have electric stoves and electric cars. Well, that's the thing, too, is they're always saying, oh, get the solar. It'll be fantastic. It's not sustainable without massive subsidies. That's Carl Higby on Wake Up America Weekend Edition, Saturday and Sundays at 7 a.m. Eastern. And don't forget Wake Up America with Rob Fitterty Monday through Friday, beginning at 6.30 Eastern, a great way to get your day going. So later today, while the vice president is in Africa, President Biden will host the SBA Women's Business Summit at the White House. There is a press briefing with Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre scheduled for this afternoon. I'm sure we will hear some more good stuff there. And in New York, the grand jury hearing for the President Trump, Michael Cohen, Stormy Daniels case is expected to reconvene. In other news, the FDIC says it has entered into an agreement with North Carolina's first citizen's bank to take over Silicon Valley Bank. A statement says both the FDIC and First Citizens will share in losses and the potential recovery of loans going forward, and that Silicon Valley Bank customers will automatically become First Citizens customers, with 17 SVB branches reopening as First Citizens banks. And that reminds me, please... Can the Fed just not say anything this week? Can we get a few positive days going on Wall Street? If you are not already watching Newsmax TV, you can find it on most major cable systems, including AT&T and DirecTV. That's right, they're back. The big announcement coming last week. President Trump even mentioned it in his rally. Comcast, Xfinity, Cox Cable, and others. You can also find it on platforms like Roku, Amazon, and Pluto. Make sure you have the Newsmax app as well so you can stay informed and watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime. Thank you, as always, for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.